Warning, this podcast may contain bad language, but pretty sure it doesn't. And bonus material. <laughs> do you say bonus material? Bonus. How do you say it? <laughs> bonus. Bonus. <laughs> say it again. Bonus. 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 What do you mean? Welcome to Seesaw Podcast with your hosts, T and Cleves. Every week, bringing some much-needed balance and humour to brighten up what can sometimes be a dark, disabled world. Welcome to Seesaw! I did end the mic check and I just felt like doing it again. Welcome, everyone, one and all. We are back with a bonus episode with the fabulous Macy Lewis. There was a lot of content. And we had to cut it down because also there's a lot of spoilers about her books. So there might be some of that in here. If you haven't read her books, then please go read them. If you, you yeah, well, yeah. Just what go... he's saying is this episode is about Macy's upcoming book. So if you want a teaser, then the next bit of this episode, well, all of this episode is going to be all Macy, all her books. So stay tuned if you want to hear what she's got coming up. Yes, Cleves eloquently put that where I was trying to... Roll the static! Yeah. For the novels, so I just, literally like two minutes before we got on here, sent my first young adult novel to my publisher, or to my editor, excuse me. And it is called The Island of Camry, and that is about, that is one of those ideas I came up with in college, actually. Um, so that's really exciting. Um, it is about three girls who who are in at university. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and they are, again, I kind of patterned it after Fevered Hearts. So if readers out there, if you have read Fevered Hearts, you kind of know maybe where this is going a little bit. If not, um, these girls, these three girls are named Rachel, Daniel and Erica. And they are going to go to this little island in the Caribbean. It's fictional, by the way, so don't look it up. Uh, (laughs) One of my beta readers tried to look it up on Google, and she's like, I can't find it. Where is it? I'm like, that's because it doesn't exist. But I'm glad you tried to look for it. That makes me feel good. Um, So the island is called Camry, and it's um, a little, little island who is, you know, kind of struggling economically and things. And so they go on a service thing that like a service trip that their university has for them um and it's rumored that on this island there's magic and the girls are just kind of laughing about it and they're like well if there is magic it'll help us but if there's not you know we got college credit university credit anyways and so they go to this island and they do the service thing and of course they meet some guys there because it's romance and they have to girl it up <laughs> <laughs> so they go there and um on their last day of service because I like to if I'm doing a novel I kind of like to have it be as quick as possible I hate when they drag mm. so this one's I think a week at most of course you know it's fiction so we can do what we want but um so these girls on their last day they go to this little market in on the island and they buy some souvenirs and the whole time they're at these three souvenir tables one lady's selling seashells another person selling like candles and incense and then somebody else is selling uh 
wind chimes and like different decorations for like the outside of your house and stuff and the whole time they're at these tables the the people the vendors who are selling them are saying pick this item this item in particular it'll help you and the girls are just like what <laughs> and so they end up buying their one of them gets a seashell one of them gets a box of incense and the other one gets a wind chime and the vendors have told them these are magic and they'll help you and the girls are just like okay sure <laughs> and so the the items actually kind of activate for the girls when they hold them and they're kind of like whoa it's kind of weird but okay and so they end up going on a fishing boat with these guys that they've met and they're learning about the fishing business and stuff and they end up all of so there's five people on this boat and they get held hostage by a couple of bad men who basically make them do runs of like drugs and guns and different things to different islands oh and spicy all, yeah i know <laughs> yeah. so they're so they're trapped out on this <laughs> boat with these two maniacs and they're all thinking we're gonna die out here and like what's happening to us and Basically, the the magical items. Shall we leave it as a cliffhanger there, Macy? Yeah. Shall we leave yeah. it as a cliffhanger because I'm interested to hear, but I also want to read the book as well. And this is one. Of the, this is your new one. You don't want to give away the whole book. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the one for the young adults. I've never written a young adult one before. <laughs> Again, it could be another cliffhanger because I don't know what my editor is going to do with it. So I could be surprised just as much as you, which is ah, exciting. There we go. But the one that I'm really excited about like super excited is the one I was telling you about earlier where it's actually my first blind character. This yeah. one is going to be so good compared to the trilogy of the hidden heart series that I have. There is a jump in the writing from that to this book. And I can't even describe what happened or how it happened. It just did. Maybe it was because I, we were writing it during the COVID lockdown. I don't know. Mm. I have no idea, but it's coming out and it's called um, Weathering the Storm. And I wrote it with my friend, Jim King. And he, so it's basically about this girl named Charmaine Dorban and she is blind, kind of like me. She kind of sees like me as well. Cause I wanted to, you know, put myself a lot of my experiences into this book. Yeah. Um, and so you're gonna she she um has a degree in meteorology. Nice. At one point at one point I thought I was going to be a meteorologist and my parents <laughs> are like, uh, how are you going to read the maps? I don't know. <laughs> but I mean it was oh. a good dream, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. That nothing stopped you. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. And so so she has a degree in meteorology and she works for MI6 because I forgot to tell you guys before we came on here, I have a thing for England. So <laughs> all of my novels are based in England. London is somewhere in England or France. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like put your vocabulary in there and I was talking to friends who live over there and I'm like, how would you write this? How would you say this? Do you guys call this what do you guys call this? Because <laughs> hmm. it's so different, which I love. Yeah. So hats off to you guys over there. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. And so that, so basically that one is, 
probably my beta reader reader who read it was like she's read everything she's my aunt shout out auntie so she um she actually said she's like this is probably the best work you've put out ever and i'm like dang that's awesome so that so charmaine is working at mi6 and i'm not giving anything away because you learn about this in the first couple chapters so it's no big deal so she learned she's in mi6 and her boyfriend is out on this like steel ship in the middle of the ocean trying to figure out what's going on with the weather around the world because it's been really nuts there's been like icebergs and amazon and like snowstorms and rainstorms and deserts and the world's finally freaking out going something or someone is controlling the weather you know and then they're like that that's preposterous nobody could do that um and charmaine being a meteorologist is first she's like that that's got to be what's happening and everybody just laughs at her they're like you're crazy yeah that's not what's going on so he's out there in the middle of the ocean and there's this freak thunderstorm that comes out of nowhere and a gigantic wave that sinks his ship so he dies um and she's just going there's there's got to be something behind this like somebody's Mm -hmm doing something and i'm gonna figure out what and her colleagues are finally like okay we believe you there's something weird going on well her counterpart is um a french soldier and he meanwhile this is in chapter two so again i'm not giving anything away (laughs) uh he is really 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 fast-paced which i love so Mm. he uh, in chapter two he's on a helicopter with his his pilot and their navigator and they have just rescued some people from a shipwreck out in the middle of the ocean where a freak wave came and sunk one of the ships um and they did nobody thought it would happen but it did so they're all kind of like oh it's so sad like that other crew there were two ships and they rescued one crew and they were going back but by the time they got there the second ship which was the well I can't, sorry, I can't say that. Um. Anyways, <laughs> the, ship, the second ship went down and they're like, oh, we couldn't rescue those people. That's so sad. So they're kind of really sad about that. And they're trying to, so they're, they're the ships were in the Indian Ocean and um, they're flying into Australia to, to land. And this freak thunderstorm comes out of nowhere and there's like big red walls of sand and they're the pilots going we're gonna crash because i can't keep this copter up and if i try we're just gonna spin out of control so get ready so they crash and the the soldier his name is pierre um he's like i'm gonna die i'm not gonna make it but obviously he does um and anyways, he agrees ultimately to work with Charmaine. Um, she comes from MI6, goes over to France, and they she meets Pierre, and they have a bit of an issue trying to figure out how do we work together, because he's never worked with someone blind, and he's got PTSD from the helicopter crash that he was in. She's got PTSD because of her boyfriend who mm. died. And so then they have to figure out, can we work together? Because every time Pierre asks her a question, she yells at him and then he yells at her. So they have to figure that out. And meanwhile, they are investigating 
some scientists and other people who are like helping them investigate. So there's this big group of people from around the world who are helping them investigate the weather. And so meanwhile, Charmaine's like, we have to investigate each one of the people on this team to see if they have anything to do with it. So it just goes through their adventures. Um, And you'll see what happens. And I actually, so one more thing I forgot to mention, if you have read readers out there, if you have read Fevered Hearts, Pierre is actually mentioned in that book because he rescues two of the characters in that book. And so weathering the storm in a sense is a prequel to that to fevered hearts but it's a standalone novel so i don't think there's going to be any more stories but i you never know never so say was, never yeah, yeah never say never exactly so that's what jim and i have done that should be coming out anytime i don't have exact dates so i can't really give you a date but keep watching for that and then i have to tell you about jim and my it's our next book we are so excited if you don't mind am i talking too much <laughs> I can't tell you how much I will maybe be able to keep in, but go for it anyway, just in case. <laughs> I know you're like, wait, who now? What book are we talking about? Don't worry, <laughs> I even get confused. Okay, well, Jim told me to talk about it. He's like, mention Loma. So <laughs> we wanted to, okay, so my aunt who read, who has read everything that I've you know written so far, she, after she read uh, weathering the storm for me she said could you please write a book that's based in the states like i love europe <laughs> but could you could you please make it here in america and i thought okay so um so basically a couple years ago uh jim and i um we like to go get mexican food a lot and so we we went out to dinner and we started telling each other about these two different stories he had one that was all action and I had one of course was girled up and had romance everywhere and as we were telling each other these storylines Jim goes why don't we combine them into one I was like okay sure we can do that and so we we have set it in um in Utah there's a part of our state I'm up north uh, but there's southern Utah, and there's really, really beautiful red rocks down there. Um, and so we set it down there, and it's in this little little town in the 1800s, so like 1860s. Um, because we wanted to, I always wanted to write a book about like the people who settled Utah, and they they were the pioneers, and they settled Utah in the 1840s. Excuse me. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get heckled for that. Oh so they settled it in the 1840s and there were all these people who came across the plains and covered wagons and handcarts and things. And I kind of wanted to give a little tribute to them. So um Jim and I I I we did a lot of research, you know, as much as we could. Um my aunt and I uh we have a little monument to these pioneers who settled and so we went up to went up there and looked at the houses and the um talked to the people who you know worked there the volunteers that worked there and tried to learn as much as we could of real information about them and what their lives were like um meanwhile Jim and I are free writing this you know kind of figuring out okay what things can we put into this book and how do we want it to look a little you know and it 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 was a mess (laughs) it was fun but it was just it was it was a mess we were just bouncing around and it was fun but um 
it was crazy. So um, after I got the information about the pioneers, um, we put it in and then we just kind of, there were some things going on in my life that I kind of had to work through. And Jim was like, well, why don't you put some of those emotions in the book? And I was going, oh, that's a terrible idea. And he goes, no, no, no. I think it'll be really great and it'll help you. And I was like, okay. He goes, just <laughs> sleep on it and then tell me what you think in the morning. Because Jim and I, he's he's basically known me since I was born. He's he's my parents' friend. So he's he's known my family forever. So um, I was like, okay. So I slept on it and I just was like, you know what? Okay. So uh, we put some of those emotions in there, wrote some scenes. And basically where we're at with that is um, it's has not, we have not even finished the first draft because life kind of just got in the way and we set it aside. But our goal is to at least get the first draft finished in the next couple of months, we hope. Um, and what's fun about this book. So I love um, like with the, the Hidden Hearts series trilogy, I love to put um, languages and different vocabs, vocabulary words and things in the book. Um, yeah. And so like Weathering the Storm has French because Pierre's French. Mm-hmm. Well, Loma um, is Spanish. So that's been kind of fun to to learn some of the, the words. Um, I'm more, I'm better at French because I took it in school but I'm obviously not fluent by any means so it's been kind of fun to work on the Spanish and then just have you know we're working with you know like Native Americans and the issues that this little town would have with them and um, it's just really been fun to kind of go back to a really organic I guess yeah route where it's not all you know we don't have the smartphones and the technologies and things to kind of go back there and be like I wonder what this would be like if we imagined it um and from our perspective and so we're really excited about that amazing awesome. there's so much in the works <laughs> it hurts oh. my head <laughs> <laughs> but you keep it busy and that's yeah there's so much like to keep you keep you going there and it sounds like there's always or something else like popping out of your mind here and there it's but... true and it drives me crazy it's good <laughs> but it's like oh i think i'm good i can take a break nope Oh. uh stiff whiskey and a good night's sleep that that, that helps <laughs> okay <laughs> uh but i think what what we'll do is we'll definitely get you back i think when when your next book when weather in the storm comes out we'll have to get you come on and do a promo and yeah i think please we'll have to do some some editing on this so to cut out some of the spoilers because it's <laughs> We don't want to give away the book. I get so excited. I can't stop. Like, and then this happened, and this happened. And like, whoops, shouldn't have said. But I was sitting there thinking, I want to read this. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say any more. Well, let's just say it deals with their spy stuff in there, too. I won't say any (laughs) more. You're like, stop talking. (laughs) Well, Macy, it's been amazing having you on. Um, It's been such a pleasure to, to talk through things with you. And... I'm pretty sure we're going to get a good couple of episodes out of this. Yeah. Oh, thanks um, for having me, guys. I'm sorry I talk way too much. No, not at all. Right. It, it's been really interesting to have you on. And uh, like I said, we'll get you back down the line because yeah, do what we can to to help you out. And yeah, I'll give uh, give your books a read. Really appreciate it, guys. You're awesome. All right. Thanks for having oh, you. Thanks, Macy.
Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.